Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. It's Friday. We're already so heated. Oh my gosh, we've been talking about this gem episode. We, we, we basically had a mini episode before we even did the episode. <laughs> Guys, didn't know there was an abundance of information about gem. Too much. Too much, one Maybe. might say. So we're going to get into this and we'll, we'll obviously talk about what we're fangirling over, but like... I'm having some moments, some trials and tribulations in rewatching. I'm questioning a lot of just like my existence and my childhood. I've texted you that outright. We'll get there. But do we still love it? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. But I'm just like, what? <laughs> Did I understand what was happening as a child? <laughs> no, you didn't. Spoiler. I don't as an adult. Um, on that note, what are you fangering over this week? Well, speaking of weird things that... Don't make sense. Yeah. I'm playing a game. It's an app. It's uh, it's called What's Your Story? Uh-huh. And they have different story sections. They're all TV shows. I don't know why. Okay. Um, but there's a Beverly Hills 90210 one. And I was like, oh, I need this to live out my fan fiction. Yeah. Because you're, you're, the, a character. you're the new student yep. at West Beverly. Even though it's clearly season one cast, like, mm-hmm. Brenda and Brandon just got there, but they're already cool. Scott's not there, but David is clearly young, has a crush on Kelly. Yeah. And then there's like weird dialogue about how he is picking up classes to graduate with them, which is funny. (laughs) But it's... He's buttoning that top button. I I hate it and I love it. Okay. Because if I'm here to play this choose your own adventure game... Yeah. One, it really wants me to use my own money and have I paid $5? Yes. But (laughs) not the first time you've been tricked in a game like this. Uh Uh-huh. But it wants you to do it, like, to change outfits to do, th- like, activities and uh, stuff. Because um, it's like, do you want to wear this outfit or, do you, or like, no, I'll just be a slob. And I'm oh. like, well, yeah, I want to wear the outfit, but I don't have 25 gems to spend. <laughs> but I, I wow. gave in because I needed to go surfing with Dylan and his cousin Casey. Oh, yeah. And I good? needed a wetsuit. Yeah, I mean, that's just practical. And I was like, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. No, you're not going to go in your flannel surfing. Yeah. My number two problem, they've introduced fictional characters. Oh. There's like an enemy that I have named Madison. There are two boys <laughs> that have crushes on me. pumped for you that you have an enemy named Madison. You should have seen the fire in my <laughs> eyes. What? Tell me about Why that. Why are you living for Madison? I don't know. She sucks. And I have, I'm in like a love triangle already <gasps> with Dylan's cousin Casey and this guy I have zero interest in Peyton on the basketball team uh, Casey's in a band obviously we love obviously. Casey yeah obviously though I just want to date Brandon or Dylan yeah. and it won't let me why do you need more gems I will pay gems <laughs> to do that but it won't let me it's like oh Brenda and Dylan clearly have a thing Kelly has a crush on Dylan Brandon just there there's it's so weird it's a missed opportunity so like they're carrying out the storylines but then not yeah, it's way. different. Like, I'm yeah. running for cl- uh, class president oh, okay. because Madison sucks. Do you and she's running. No, not yet. But Steve is my campaign manager. Perfect. You're going <laughs> to yeah. win. Like, I keep playing and you have to wait for next chapters. And I'm like, oh, I just want to know. And all it is is tapping and l- reading dialogue. <laughs> That's all it is. You're not actually, like, playing anything. But um, I'm also obsessed with it. Your character, I will say, you've sent me some screenshots. You look great. You look... I feel like it kind of looks like No, me. you look great in, in West Beverly, Early's Life. I'm, like, loving your look. Um, well, it's overalls, by the way. It's obviously overalls. You're going to have to let us know how it turns out for you. Is Update. Andrea there? 
She is. Um, she did not want me to be on the blaze because <gasps> I had to join a club to run for president. Rude. So now I have to like write an article for the bas- about the basketball game. I don't know. <laughs> about your crush, about but the guy that then, loves you. Okay, so I wanted to play this morning. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, squeeze in a quick round. And uh-huh. the next chapter's not ready. <gasps> so I have to wait. So I started playing the Scream MTV TV show one. Oh, no. And that one's real crazy, too. What is the name of this app? I think it's called, wait, what did I say? What's your name? Yeah, what's your name? I think that's what it is. That's weird. I don't know. Google it. Google it. It's a real thing. Okay. What about you? You sometimes get down these rabbit holes of games and I just, Well, here's the thing. I I don't get games very often. Yeah. And I'll try one that I know I'm going to like. And then at some point I'll say no more. Yeah, because it'll take over your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get it. Okay. So I'm fangirling over two things. One, guys, it's almost been a week. I caught up to This Is Us, a lot of emotion in a short period of time. Yeah. So I was caught up. I did not want to watch the episode after the Super Bowl. It just like felt like a lot, like highs and lows. I was like, no, I need a mi- I need a break. I need to go to bed. I was so tired. Yes. Yeah, so we were at a party. It was quite a day. Ron Howard was there. Ron Howard was very there. important. It Everyone was, knows that. Whew, it was, that was a time. But so... I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this later. So I'm watching the final episode. I text you that I'm jumping into the episode because I knew that you had also not watched it. And then you all subsequently were then like, well, I had shit, to. now I have to watch it. So there comes a moment in the episode where there is a pivotal moment and all that takes place is a bite of a candy bar. And I burst out laughing and was like, this is me. This is Natalie. And I started <laughs> laughing and then just proceeded to cry. It was like that needed moment of levity in a very, very dramatic episode. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you. This is us. Like, all I wanted was that bite of that candy bar. And it just, it like yeah. brought me joy. Um, so I'm fangirling over that. And just like, again, this is us in general. A lot of emotion in one fell swoop. And then I'm also fangirling over self-promotion here, I'm fangirling over our Valentines that you created and are just crushing it on Instagram. Guys, check them out. They make me laugh. They're pretty good. All of them were basically constructed via Natalie and I texting just random things that we've talked about over the last year and a half. And guys, I think they're pretty good. Yeah. I would, I mean, if I I didn't make them, I would use them. Yeah, I would give them to my friends. Maybe not um, like elementary school classroom. Valentine's, but no, but like now, yeah, for sure. I love them. I think they're They're cubicle mate. I don't know. Pass them out. Yeah, you're like work wife or your work husband. Yeah, Yeah. pass them around. No, but you totally crushed it. Natalie made them. They're awesome. Um, And I don't know. They just like look fun. They're funny. Kudos. Snaps for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Mm. Are you uncomfortable? No. Are you gonna do a hair flip? No, because I'm pretty proud of them actually. Yeah. No, you really. (laughs) They're really great. Like I'm very impressed with them. And you can download all of them, like which I think is so great. Like look at you making tools. They're free. They're free. Free Valentines. Spread the love. Um, Okay, that is it in terms of fangirling. Are we ready for Jim? Yeah. I mean, we knew she was truly outrageous. We know that. Truly, truly. It's outrageous. (laughs) 
it, it is it's a lot guys I didn't see it coming I, I really had no had no idea that there was going to be the abundance of knowledge yeah like I said last week I watched the show some of the show in my early 20s I did not watch it as a kid and I'm still like going back like wait I don't remember the show being so insane so why did you watch it in your 20s what was the sort of um because what's not appealing about a gem thumbnail on Netflix oh my god totally it's so bright and then the theme song starts and you're like yeah I'm in even right now when I'm because I'm obviously tracking it in TV time like when I lo- go into my profile and I see the other things I'm watching like the gem icon is like oh it's <laughs> blinding it's blinding it's, it's beautiful fashion. it's fashion and fame it um, is fashion it, I mean it's amazing and just like the font I was just like wow I need more things in the gem font like I want a necklace of my name but <gasps> in the gem font. I bet that exists. I hope we can so. get that made. Um, all right. So should we just jump right into it? This is going to be a lot of like the history of the dolls, the history of the show, Barbie and the Rockers. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot. What is a hologram? What is synergy? <laughs> did I Google it? I did. Um, okay. So you did a, the vast majority of the research for this. Do you want to jump us into I mean, the gem Good luck doll. to me because... There are some dedicated yeah. gym fans out there. Guys, there's a gym which con. Which I love. There yeah. is a gym con. Mm-hmm. This year it's in Cleveland. Should we go? Maybe. I there's, do want I would like to talk to someone from there's there. There's like a um like an event at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like it's like a yeah, thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. Um but most of this information came from rockgym.com, which is a very dedicated gym website and it has like the entire history. Mm-hmm. Um you can even click on every character, and it will show every outfit the character has worn because the show is fashion based. It's all fashion. It was for dolls. Yeah. So go there. Yeah. Thanks. It's nuts. All right. So the thing that was the most interesting to me right out of the gate is that in the chicken or the egg question of, of Gem, <laughs> which everyone's wondering, yeah, the Gem doll came first. Yes, the gym doll came first. It is Hasbro, so it's kind of like in the same vein as G.I. Joe or Transformers. Mm-hmm. It was like, let's make this toy, but have a show to go around it yeah. to, you know, naturally it. promote it. Yeah. So it was created by the marketing director at Hasbro, Bill Sanders, and his wife, Barbara Highland. They went to a boathouse in Florida and developed all the characters, the show, how it's going to work, etc., but basically the goal was to have super cool like rock and roll fashion dolls with bright colored hair and a lot of clothes which who doesn't want that obviously i i just love that it's like they were like you know what we got to get away we can't develop this at home you know what's calling for us florida florida <laughs> needs us gem needs florida loved it um yes. so the dolls are in production there was it's always like Barbie and the Rockers versus Jim. Right. Who do you choose? Mm-hmm. So, for a long time, Mattel said no. We had nothing. Like we had no connection with Jim. We didn't know it was happening. But I watched on Netflix Toys That Made Us mm-hmm. the Barbie episode, and they interview a woman. Uh, I'm not sure if I have her name, but she was. Oh, was she like a senior VP of girls' toys or something like that? Mm -hmm. And she stated that she found out from the inside that it was happening and was like, we can't have this competition and obviously Barbie will do better. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make a similar thing. And so they released Barbie and the Rockers, a rock star dolls. And for Mattel to make a Barbie, it normally takes 18 months. Really? They had this pushed out in four. (gasps) 
Jem was hot on her trail. Well, she was hot on Jem's trail. Yeah. Barbie doesn't mess around. No, Barbie doesn't mess around. Yes. Barbie's like, I'm an icon, bitch. (laughs) It's true. It is. I mean, it's very true. Um, But Barbie and the Rockers is different than Jim. Like, Jim, we're going to get into it, has a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Barbie is just like, I'm Barbie. Everyone loves me. I'm also in a rock band. Yes. I'm also like a scientist. Different stories. Yeah. Different different kinds of music. I love both, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Did you did you have any of these like dolls as a child? I did not. I did not have any. Did you? I had the gem doll. Um, and so this, I think, is part of where my love comes. Is mm-hmm. that like I had gem, and gem was in my memory. So this is all my you know six year old memory. So like, if someone from Gem Con wants to like set me straight, please set me straight. In my memory, gem is significantly larger than Barbie. She's like. She's like more robust doll. Mm-hmm. Um, I always remember being frustrated because Jem's shoes were a lot bigger than Barbie's. And so you couldn't like J- Barbie could not wear Jem's clothes and vice versa. Uh, yeah, I had some dolls like that. Yeah. And so I remember kind of being annoyed as a, as a child by it, but also thinking that Jem was like very cool. I spent a lot of time online trying to find the Jem doll that I had, mm-hmm. primarily looking at her shoes because I can see and feel the shoes. What like, do the shoes look like? They're pink and they're just like chunkier. You know how Barbie shoes are so like neep and like yeah. you kind of like slide Barbie's foot into her shoe. Jem's was just like a bigger... She just was a more robust doll. I have no other way of like saying it. I couldn't find exactly which one it was. I'm gonna have to go through my photos and like see if I can find me playing with the gem doll. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so I think a lot of my love for gem stems from the fact that like I had her, you know. Yeah. And I only had gem. I didn't have the holograms. Um, and so I just I didn't have a Barbie in the Rockers either. So I clearly like chose was, my brand. Do loyalty. you know if this doll was a gift or yes. was it something you wanted? It was a gift. Okay. Um, most dolls t- in my house tended to be a gift. Not that my parents were like Aunt gender, Barbie yeah, or, or gender neutral or anything like that. But it was just like I, you know, I had a lot of aunts and uncles and stuff, and so people would just like bring me yeah. things basically. Um, kind of back to the Barbie and the Barbie versus Jim. Mm-hmm. So Jim, the dolls came out aligned with the show yeah so of course they sold very well it was a huge deal and then after the first year they just kind of dropped oh like nobody was buying it and the boxes were actually bigger than barbie boxes much like the dolls mm-hmm. are different shape so it wasn't as easy to like put them on the shelves isn't they that have amazing to, like, kind of redesign stuff and huh. it just didn't get as much um what's the word i want cachet or like sure attention <laughs> yeah it's funny because when you think about it so it's basically like the 16-year-old working at Toys R Us that was like, I don't want to redo these shelves. And like, you know, so basically they just like didn't give the shelf space Well, it's also to like Jem. when you think of Barbie versus Jem, you're not going to give Jem a bunch of space anyway. No. There's a lot of Barbie stuff happening. Yeah, we got to, we got to, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. This is one of many Barbies. So it's like mm-hmm. you already have the Barbie section. Great point. Instead of just like, oh, we don't. We can't slide it into You're the gem section. You're not going to put on a corner cap or something. Oh, yeah. Called an end cap. Yes, an end <laughs> cap. Um, but the gem doll line was discontinued in 87. It didn't meet sales expectations. But the show kept going. The show's 85 to 88, right? Yeah, but it was kind of on its way out at oh, the same time. So sad. Um, okay, so let's talk about just Jem's origin story a little bit. Because oh, Jem. she's got a lot going on. Jem, not her original name. Okay, that blew my mind. M was her original name. The letter. The letter M. M. 
and I've read it stands for music, magic, and mystique or metamorphosis. I've heard both. So many things. So many M yes. words. But um, the M later was changed to like stand for misty because Hasbro couldn't copyright a letter. <laughs> yeah, which obviously. makes perfect sense. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was later changed to gem because um, I mean, there's like Mattel, there was MTV, there was mm-hmm. a lot of M happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so they had already written the theme song. They already did it with the word, with the letter M. Mm-hmm. M. Just imagine Jem with M. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the M. reason her name is Jem, because they didn't have to change the theme song. They just were like, Jim? Which I love, because they were like, you know, this theme song is it. Yeah. We are not changing anything about totally. it. No, you change her name. I actually read too that that theme, the theme song will probably get there, recorded once. That's yeah. it. It was the it was her audition, and then it was like, great, get it in the show. Love it. Love that. Perfect once. Um, so the one thing about Jem, and you do forget this, and then you start watching it. It's a little bit of a mess because they wanted her to have this social conscience, Ugh. right? So it's very similar to GI Joe. So yes. it's like you know at. Everything at the end of every G.I. Joe is like, now you know, and knowing is half the battle, or whatever the thing was. And there was always like a uh, a message in every G.I. Joe. Um, and so it does have this kind of like unusual depth. Um, but you have here all the... Very unusual, Yeah, though. very unusual. All the things that Jem covered. Uh, orphanages, sickness, death, death insecurity, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Insecurity, charity, drug addiction, illiteracy... Injury, recovery, poverty, and world hunger. And blindness. <laughs> and blindness. Still. But yet still managed to be fashion Two people. Fashion forward and great jams and very tough. What can't she do? What can't she I mean, do? So much pressure. Yeah. I mean she's she's already living a secret life. Yes. She's she's trying to keep all of this all of these things. She's juggling a lot. Jem is juggling. A lot. Jim is juggling. Okay, so like you said a moment ago, um, the theme song was done by in just one take. It was an audition. Mm-hmm. Her voice was done uh, by two people, um, Samantha Newark, who did the speaking part, who is actually a professional singer. She did like jingles and stuff. Oh, crazy! And the singing voice was um, Britta Phillips. She was 21 years old. She was someone's daughter. Yeah, she's the daughter of the like guy who basically produced it. And they were like, you should audition. And she sent it in. And that's the theme song. Yeah. That's it. Just like, um, quick. All right, yeah. cool. Very sort of a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, kind of when we go back to our theme songs. That was just a one take. And like, all right, you're done. Great. I mean, is that the best way to do it? I guess. We'll just tell someone, one take, give us a theme song. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. I mean, it really, you cannot think about Jim without hearing the theme songs. No. And the theme song. I also always forget about the Misfits part. We're like, we are the Misfits. Our I, songs are better. I love that part. That's obviously <laughs> my favorite part. We're uh, out to get her. It's funny because Jim, the theme song is like truly outrageous. Yeah. And then there's a full length song called Truly Outrageous, yes. which is essentially the same song yes. in one of the episodes. I think it's in like episode three or four. I didn't care for it as much. No. <laughs> but skipping ahead here. Season two and on. Nobody really remembers this because they don't use it for Netflix or anything like that. The theme song changed. <gasps> what, what, what? They changed the iconic theme song to a song called Gem Girls, hey. and that's what they were branding it as. I'm going to play it for you, and you're going to be upset. Gem Girls, Gem, Gem Girls. 
No. No. So, I'm not going to lie, I like the I was, fashion and fame part. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's I mean, the same, but it's different. Yeah. Okay, if you, like, separated this from the show, and it was just kind of like a catchy... I don't know what it It sounds would, more like a Barbie commercial, yes. honestly. It's very sort of, like, poppy, like, kind of light. It feels like a jingle, yeah. as opposed to a theme song. But maybe that's what they were competing with. Yeah, because those Barbie and the Rockers, they got out there. They needed the dolls weren't selling by season yeah, two. They needed they need to compete. Um, why? Weird. Again with tweaking the theme song. Why? When you have gold, why why mess with it? Yeah. Why? Don't know. Um desperation. I, I guess it makes me very upset. Um well I'm glad that for Netflix they just are like, screw that. We're not yeah. gonna do it. My two questions about Jim. Okay. The character. How old is Jim? Great question. I read in a comment, someone was like, I think she's 23. And I was like, I could go with that. Sure. It's never said. She, her, another one of the holograms, Kimber, her is sister. her sister, yeah. who's younger. Yes. But they're still kind of older. I'm not sure. I think where maybe they are you're here. confused because Kimber's always wearing that suit, that like ruffled uh, shirt. I and... think Kimber's like 18, though, because the dudes that she's with or that she. Is like trying to date. Yeah. See, I always thought Jerrica slash Jim was like 25. I don't know. She feels because she's like a businesswoman in theory. Like the company gets left to her. Well, partially. partially. That the other half goes to Eric Raymond. I mean, that feels who came out of nowhere. I mean, he was just in the business. Okay. Should we actually let's actually talk about like the first the pilot because a lot of the stuff comes out of the pilot. Heads up though. The show is supposed to appeal to both boys and girls. Yeah. And that's why it makes no sense. It also makes no sense when you start to think about it. You Because they do extreme boys and girls. Extreme boys and girls. But you found this, too. Like, the original segments are essentially a mini-series. And there were, like, 15 segments that were seven minutes long. And then once it it was doing well, they started to, like, cobble them together to make Mm -hmm. full episodes. And I was watching the, the pilot, and I was like, wait... What? What? Did I miss something? Like something? Like no, the you power didn't. was out, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, if you do not pay attention to Jem, like you're lost. Yeah, because every other episode has an explosion, and they all end with "to be continued." To be continued. Yes, <laughs> there's um, never closure. Yeah, and so why do you think they wanted it to appeal to both boys and girls? Because like GI Joe was doing so well, or something? Maybe. Yeah, and they just were like, "We need a girl franchise." I think it was just. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I read it. I remember. You were shocked. I, this, so. I was. It was like on, you know, on Rock or Gem or whatever. It was the thought. Hasbro had this thought that boys control the remote control at home. And oh. I was like, ew, bark, Excuse gross. me. And so they knew they wanted it to appeal to girls, but they thought that boys in the house were the ones that were like, no, we're going to watch this. And so they needed those explosions and that to be continued and that drama and those bombs and fires um, and car chases just so much and a lot of attempted murder a lot of attempted murder um and so yeah so that that is why the they wanted to appeal caught fire <laughs> okay first episode first episode first couple the pilot jerica's dad dies immediately yeah it's her stepping out of a limo yeah as jim and she's like this is all crazy. And then it goes into a backstory. Yes. And so we are led to believe that uh, Emmett Benton, Jerrica, and Kimber's dad is a very wealthy man. And he uh, controlled two things, Starlight Music and the Starlight House, which is 
an orphanage for girls. And so when he dies, Jerrica gains control of both of those things. However, Starlight Music, she controls 50-50 with Eric Raymond, who we are led to believe was like Mr. Benton's right-hand man, yeah, basically. He's the bad guy. He's definitely the bad guy. Um, and so she, Jerrica, realizes that the Starlight House is, is basically falling in fallen into disrepair. Um, there, the pipes are leaking. The furniture's old. Their vacuum cleaner explodes. There's a and lot of things. For some reason, she has no money left, but she has these two things. This giant music company. Yes, and so she goes to Eric and is like, "Hey, I need money for the Starlight House," and he says, "No." <laughs> Basically, yeah. he's like, "No." He's like, "No, I have different plans for this music company." Enter the Misfits. The misfits. the misfits are. I don't. I can't even describe them. It's like they just got out of prison. Yeah, the main ass, one is you find ass. out she's rich, but you, she like wants to kill people. She's physically killed them. A psychopath. Her yeah. name is Pizzazz. We later learn that her real name is Phyllis, love. which I loved. Um, but yeah, so it's Pizzazz, Stormer, and Roxy. Mm-hmm. Yes, are the three. Yes. Um, I texted you. I was like, they're a-holes. Like, there's no other way to explain the misfits than just assholes. Also, they're clearly older than Jem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your deal? And do they they just look like that all the time? Yeah, they look cool. Yeah, I mean, their their clothes are are pretty badass. Neon face paint always? They're just—so they basically get juxtaposed against uh, Jem and the holograms, and— Gem and the holograms but, are created. Yeah, it's not even here yet. It's no. happening. It, the, they're created to stay to save Starlight gets House. a mysterious package. Mm-hmm. She opens it. It's a pair of earrings. Yes. These earrings lead her to Synergy. Yes. Because there are directions in the earring box of how to get to Synergy. And Synergy lives in an abandoned drive-in, which I also love. Yeah. But what the fuck is Synergy? <laughs> I love Synergy. But when I was watching it, I was just like, what? Huh? I don't understand you. So my understanding of Synergy is that she was created by Mr. Benton. Yes. To essentially, this wasn't the reason she was created, but when he dies, she becomes like a surrogate mom. Yes. Almost. So the reason Synergy was created, it was like his life's work. Okay. It's an AI computer and hologram projector. Okay. And it was supposed to be the ultimate audiovisual entertainment synthesizer. What? Okay. Because she is basically a computer. It's like if you were going to FaceTime someone and there was a piano in front of it. Like yes. that's what Synergy is. Uh-huh. Like a very large piano plus like a drum kit yeah. and like a lot of things in one. Yeah, and you can see her. And she can see you, but she's a computer. And she basically explains to Jem that, you know, she is, or to Jerrica, that she is, you know, here to help them in any way. Uh, Mr. Bennett also left them some, like, badass clothes, a super cool car. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. And a lot of musical instruments. So (laughs) the synergy was, like, he started creating synergy four months after their mother died. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, And it was designed to link the music and three-dimensional images together. And he used his late wife's music and likeness to program Synergy. 
So it was like he was making a wife in a keyboard form. (laughs) Oh, no, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. And so he found out he was going to die. And he made this like surrogate mom because it is her mom. mom. But somehow Jerrica never really talks about that. I was going to say, you don't get that from the show. Um, And so basically Synergy is like, here's the deal. I can project holograms anywhere. I can project onto you. Or I can take that same hologram and I can put it over here, like to your left. Um, So basically, when Jerrica becomes Jem, there is a hologram on top of her. She doesn't change Uh. clothes, like actually. She's still in her Jerrica-ness, and there's just a hologram on top of her. But the holograms, the band, appear to just always look how they look. Yes? I don't understand what... Like how holograms work on this show. Because <laughs> I was just t- I was telling you before we started recording, in a later episode, they um Jem is like, I have to run so her and Jerrica can do like a parent trap yeah. twin switch. Mm-hmm. And uh Jem and Jerrica meet while like one's getting out of a limo and one's leaving a party. They both have like pink holograms that meet up and like and then they switched outfits and walked away. And I was like, wait. So the hol I don't like I don't know it feels like there are two people. Right. I'm not believing there's a hologram. And again, the only reason this works when they're not in front of Synergy herself is the, is earrings. the earrings. The earrings are the reason all of this works. And every single time when Jem becomes Jerrica again, she has to say shows over Synergy. Every time. Which isn't weird at all. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Jerrica has a boyfriend named Rio, who's yes. a babe. Babe. Just going to say it. Total babe. He's a total babe. He's a little Eric from uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Kind of. Yeah. He has the same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but he somehow becomes Jim and the Holograms managers and fa- kind of fa- instantly falls in love with Jim. Yes. Doesn't know that they're di- two different people or that one's a hologram, <laughs> but he somehow like holds on to her. Okay, if you're a hologram, can you touch a hologram? So this is the thing. It's because I think it's projected onto her. So he's touching well, then Jerrica. how did they switch when they were two people? I don't know. <laughs> because the hologram can walk independently of itself. I don't know. You're asking me I to need explain something. Professional rockgem.com people to explain the hologram situation I, to me. This is what actually what a hologram is. This is the definition okay. of a hologram. A three-dimensional image formed by the interference of light beams from a laser or other coherent light source. So So if you're a hologram, Rio cannot kiss you. Correct. But again, it's because I think the hologram is like laying on top of Jerrica. So, so he's actually so kissing Jerrica. So if it's Jerrica. two people that I see. I think you're just seeing like, like you couldn't touch the other person. So in this situation that I'm picturing, <laughs> when Jem's leaving the party, she is a hologram because no one's touching her. Correct. And Jerrica's getting out of the limo. Yes. Because a hologram can't angry Patrick Swayze ghost move things. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the science of this episode or of the show gets a little wishy-washy. But like when Rio's kissing Jem, he's actually kissing Jerrica because yeah. it's laying on top of her. The real question, though, real I mean, question. obviously we will never understand the hologram situation, uh-huh. but why can't Jerrica tell Eric? Because he clearly loves them both, but they're the same person. Oh, you mean Rio? Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes. I that That was... 
that storyline continues for like multiple yeah. episodes. And they're the same. It's just one has pink hair. Yeah, I really don't understand why she can never tell him about this double life. I think, oh, she does explain that he's very proud and that she thinks she will make him look like a fool because he like didn't realize that it was the same person or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, that feels a little Lucy Goose. Yeah. Also uh, Lucy Goose in the pilot. Basically what happens, Jem figures out she's going to be Jem. We meet Synergy. The misfits are like the worst. Yeah. And then in walks a movie producer that's like, hey, we're going to have this battle of the bands. And the winner of the this movie co- producer, the winner yeah. of this contest is going to get my mansion and you're going to live in the mansion. And yeah. like, okay, what? <laughs> and then also we need to talk about the orphanage real quick yeah. because there's a shitty orphan. Her name is <gasps> Ashley. She's shitty. She kind of has a mullet. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the worst. She's kind of like a modern day, like, um, pebbles. Like, I don't know. There's like something about her. Like she's wearing like an animal. Print. Oh, you mean her look? Her look is like. I was like, this is an insult to No, pebbles. it's like an 80s pebbles. Like if pebble grew up to be kind of like a bee. Yeah. She's like the <laughs> little sister, like. but she's like a preteen. She's going through some things. Through some things. She's also an orphan. She's, yeah, but she's also mean and a disaster. Yeah. Um. But something happens in the orphanage, so the misfits want to win this mansion, even though Pizzazz is rich. And they someone sends a like a hitman kind of to Eric go does. into the orphanage. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of like a scuffle. And who is it, Kimber? Somebody drops a lantern. The whole place goes up in flames. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I watched this right after This Is Us, and I was like, there's too much fire for me this week. Too much. It's a theme. Yeah. So the orphanage burns down. (laughs) Um, Not funny, but kind of funny. So, like, again, guys, in this pilot episode, Gem, Synergy, Battle of the Bands, Mansion winning, Orphanage (laughs) burning down. Like, holy shit. Like, this is 22 minutes of television. 20 minutes. It was insane. And a couple songs. Two songs. There's always music videos. Yep. At least three per episode. Yes. And then a to be continued. And it was just like, I got done watching it and was like, whoo, exhausting. Exhausting. But again, still here for it. Um, I mean, so overall, you know, and we will, we're going to talk about the music. Yeah. Do you feel like this show needs to have more music or less music? Less music. Because there are so many in such a small amount of time. I agree. And I would much rather know what's going on. The weird thing (laughs) about the music is that when the music starts, it then basically enters like music video mode. Yeah. And you go into like a weird alternate universe within the episode and they'll be like riding unicorns and like which i love but it's because it's animation it's so similar yeah it doesn't feel like they've stepped away from the story (laughs) that's my thing you're like wait where are we where do these unicorns come from like it's a lot of that again if if you do not pay attention to gem you miss a lot yeah i think it's too smart for us a lot that's what's happening (laughs) that is that is a that's potentially a good uh, a good summary. Um, okay, so we got a sense of the dolls came first. We got a sense that, you know, Mattel was worried and they rushed out Barbie and the Rockers to potentially squash Jem. Um, we've learned that Jem might be a little bit of a mess. 
And um, we haven't learned what a hologram is. No, we do not know what a hologram is. Um, so <laughs> where can we go from here? What? Uh, so many things. We're going to have to We're going to focus music. on some of our favorite songs mm-hmm. because there are many. Some of the f- of my favorites actually happened right away. Like I was like, yeah. oh, this is an episode I've made two. Note. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I forgot. And then there are so many characters later on that enter. So many babes. Yeah. So many. There's a saxophonist in the Misfits later named Jetta. It's pretty badass. <laughs> um, but just so much happens in three short seasons. So we've got to cover the, some of the highlights. Yeah. The fashions. We're the gonna, fame. We're going to have to talk about the the men of gem too because just in general all those babes yeah um all right do you have any stray thoughts about gem before we end this episode what i it's literally exhausting (laughs) and i like it is your biggest one what is a hologram yes and also i want to know i feel like the band the holograms so like the sister and the friends are they musically inclined because I feel like I'm to believe that they can do things without synergy. Uh, there is an in episode three or so, Kimber gets mad and she's yes. like, I'm going solo. How? You yeah. don't have earrings. Also, you're a keyboardist. Like, not a lot of solo keyboard acts. <laughs> I mean, it was the 80s. I mean, true. Um, and then, so my biggest stray thought is like, where is Aja from? She has like quite an accent that I'm never understanding like and we don't get any sort of story oh episode two we're also going to have to talk about some of the problematic issues of gem besides what we've already talked about (laughs) yes (laughs) um yeah it's there are a lot of things like i i never understood are the holograms actually holograms do they have holograms on top of them or were they just already like like you said, musically inclined. Also, are they also orphans? Because they appear to live at the Starlight House. I think they just help out. But, like, were they friends of Jerrica's? Like, what's the deal? That was very confusing to me. Maybe there's a backstory episode (laughs) coming up. I hope that each individual hologram has a backstory episode. Is that what our fan fiction? That's what we write, basically. Um, Okay. Would love a What's Your Story gem edition if that app is listening. (laughs) So you could be, or who would you want to be? Name, whatever it's called. Would you want to be? I'd want to be Jim, Jerrica. Yeah, I think you would. I mean, you would be yourself, but I imagine you're working with Synergy and like you're in the band and stuff. Ooh, That's how the cool. story works. Yeah, I will say I almost texted you multiple times though to say that you could definitely pull off Kimber's look. Like she's like sporting would things that you would wear for sure. Okay, so next time we are going to talk about. A lot of things. A lot of things, but the music for sure. Yes. It's it's up there, guys. We're pumped about it. Well, we do it's like the our, saving grace. It is the saving grace of the show. Um, and again, like I love to love stuff. This is a hot, hot mess. But you still love I it. Love it. Like the, you should have seen the confusion on my face while watching these episodes, and I was just like, uh huh. But I wanted to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I want to. I will. Um, okay, so guys, tell us about your gem love. Also, if you understand a hologram, please let us know. Especially in the gem universe. Yeah, but also just we in know, general. like Tupac hologram. We get that. Yeah, but like if if you're like a smarty pants and can like maybe put some actual science behind what is actually happening here, please tell me because please. I want to know. Um, so as always, you can email us at hellofangirls at gmail or if you want to get your hands on some of those hot valentines, yeah, follow us on Instagram at uh, Fangirl Fridays Podcast. Podcast. Find us on Twitter, FGF Podcast. Facebook. 
all the places. Yep. Guys, all the places. So until next week when we start breaking down those hot jam, <laughs> gem jams. Gem jams. Gem jams. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track the shows you love and react to your favorite television moments.